Hey kid, wanna watch Killer Clowns from Outer Space? Is it appropriate? Uh, well, actually it's... Yeah, I guess it's not too bad. Welcome back to the Corrupted Youth Podcast. Ooh. My name is Dan. I'm Brennan. And today we are here to discuss 1988's Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Ooh. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is a good one. Yeah, I really like this one. I haven't seen this one since I was, well, I don't know how old. I was real young when I first saw this. I mean, not like it was damaging to my mind. I mean, it's all kind of corrupted me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so it's it's really not that bad, uh, you know, for a younger kid to watch or anything. Oh but. no, it it doesn't have very much gore in it. Like no. it's not very. It's kind of whimsical, and it's and it's uh, gore in a way. Yeah, we'll kind of get into that in a little bit, but uh, before we get started, uh, is there anything you want to talk about, Bren? Um, what you been up to as a thirteen-year-old? <laughs> Being depressed and edgy. <laughs> Slamming doors. And yeah. like, God, you just don't understand. Dodd. Dodd. <laughs> no, I've been I've been working on um, my comic book Grid Current. Mm-hmm. You can find out more about that at gridcurrent.com. A little shameless self promotion there. <laughs> In the society, it's welcomed. Yeah, it's. It's it's my passion. Check it out. It's really cool. And that's not coming from a... It's my dad's standpoint. It's coming from like an honest comic book reader. It's really good. It's slow moving. I'm only working on the third issue, but <laughs> I do everything myself for the most part. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. So that's, that's what I've been up to. A whole lot of that and just regular jail work. Not being edgy. Nope. Far from it. <laughs> So, yeah. All right. Well, if that's all we have for general discussions. Yep. Okay. Let's get get to it. Yep. Yeah. 1988's Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Very, very, very fun movie. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. 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 This is this is a good one. This one. Yeah. It was like I was your age when I saw this back in 1988. It definitely made the circuit on HBO. Oh, I bet. It was on. Quite a bit. Actually, I just saw it was on Comet Mm. as of like this week. Oh, well, that would have been... I saw some stuff on Facebook about it. That would have been good to watch. I mean, I guess we own this on DVD, so... Yeah. And, you know, there's not a whole lot to explain as far as the synopsis goes. Nope. Um, You know, it's killer clowns from outer space. They come on down, terrorize the town. Yeah, the, the name describes it all. Yeah. I mean, it could have been Attack of the Killer Clowns from Outer Space, but... It's like the book, Cats with Funny Hair. They're, that's all you need to know. It's cats. <laughs> they have funny hair. There. There you have it. Yeah. Okay. It's cats with weird hair. <laughs> yeah, this is directed by... Uh, I, I think it was... I don't have this in my notes. I should have written it down, but... 
Um, I believe it's uh, Stephen uh, Chiodo. Oh, prepare for the angry comments. Oh boy, <laughs> don't don't email us about that. Um, yeah, so the and written by the Chiodo brothers. What mm-hmm. other sorry other one <laughs> who's not other Stephen? Brother. If, yeah. if he is Stephen, not Stephen, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> So the movie opens up, and right away you get that awesome theme song by the Dickies. It's actually pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, the Dickies were like the first, air quotes, punk band to make it on U.S. television back in, I believe, the 70s. Hmm. So they go they go a ways back. I just saw them at Barbecue two years ago. Hmm. How were they? Uh, there was a guy dressed in a killer clown outfit there. Oh. Hats off to him, whoever he was, because, man, it was... He must have been sweating balls. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Big rubber balls. And I hung out. I got my picture taken with him. It was pretty cool. That's pretty neat. Yeah, so it was really cool to see them. And um, so, yeah, opens up with their theme. Doesn't play all the way. Plays all the way at the end. It's uh, It's a lot of fun. I really like that song a lot. Yeah. Fits the movie perfectly. Uh-huh. It has like that kind of circus type. Uh, yeah. well, sorry, my phone's exploding. Popular. I know. Go figure. <laughs> no, but it it has like this uh, circus type. Uh, I don't know the word. I mean, I probably should because I play piano. So, I mean, this, this should be. But it has like that circus type undertone kind of. Yeah, like circus music. Yeah, it just has circus music <laughs> with metal. <laughs> so then it comes down, and you're at the the Big Top Burger. Go figure. More more circus theme. Mm-hmm. And um, there we meet uh, the the cop, Mooney. And this guy's an obvious grump right oh, off totally. the bat. Oh, totally. You need to know. You get everything you need to know about this guy. Right away, you can tell he's just a jerk. And, and see now, I I had, again I hadn't seen this movie in a while, and uh, so it was basically like watching the movie all over again. I only remember like fady, fuzzy parts of it. Okay. Uh, but I was really hoping that he'd be begrudgingly become the hero of the movie, which he definitely isn't. No, no, not not when he's played by uh, like a veteran uh, character actor named John Vernon. He's in a lot of different movies and lots of TV shows. Um, did a lot of voice work before he passed away, too. That seems to be a theme with a lot of actors. But he's classic jerk, especially oh, if yeah. you see Animal House someday. But there's boobies in that one, so yeah. you're going to have to probably wait. Oh, God. <laughs> so then it cuts to uh, what is known as Top of the World. That's your makeout point in, in town. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of like, you know, your typical makeout point stuff. Everybody's making out and necking and drinking in cars. I don't know if kids do that nowadays. I don't see. I feel like that's a waste of gas money because all kids are broke nowadays. So why would you? Why would you want to drive up there? And it it's to, cold. To it would be out. cold. It would be freezing. Well, yeah, obvious. Obviously, it's freezing because you know nobody wants ice cream from Rich and Paul. Terenzi, the Terenzi brothers. I, I like these characters a lot, actually. Yeah, they're goofballs. I feel like they're some type of, uh, like, they're supposed to represent the Chiodo brothers. I feel like oh, they yeah. kind of wrote themselves uh-huh. in as the two zany guys who 
keep popping up throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. So uh, at this uh, top of the world, our two main characters of the movie are making out. Oh yeah. yeah. But they have like an an inner tube. It's a rubber raft. It was a rubber raft in the back of their car. <laughs> like, does that all, does that all they had on set? Like, oh shoot, we forgot a forgot like a bed or something. Oh, we got this inner tube. We'll just blow this up. Well, clearly, clearly, Mike is you know prepared for makeup point. You know, at you know, top of the world. You he's, know, bring your inner tube. I think he's done this before, and uh, you know they're 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 college kids. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Mike and Debbie. Mm-hmm. There's always a Debbie. There's always a Debbie. There's always. Debbie. There can only be one. Someday all the Debbies are gonna go against each other. <laughs> one giant horde of Debbies. <laughs> Fight to the death for supreme Debbie supremacy. I feel like Debbie would win though, in the end. Yeah, Debbie probably would. So yeah, obviously it's it's cold up there because uh, Mike, who kind of looks like Bob Saget, is wearing a sweater. Yeah, it's that's a gross sweater. Well, you know, that's kind of the 80s style, you know, that's yeah. just really gross sweaters. <laughs> it's, it's really gross. And he, I I don't like this character at all. I don't like him one single bit. Well, let's get into that later. Okay, because... yeah, that's a, wow, that's a whole thing to unravel with him. Yeah. We'll get into what the problem with Mike is. Oh, Mike. <laughs> blah, blah. So as they're sitting there in the raft... At Maycroft Point. In the they, car, on the mountain, in, in the inner raft. tube. Yeah. If, see, I said inner tube then. Uh, you got me thinking inner tubes. All right. So anyways, they're sitting there and they see this strange light cut through the sky. Mm-hmm. And also, so does the farmer, who's played by another veteran character mm-hmm. actor. Oh, wait, we got to spin the wheel. Bing, bing, bing. It Roy, is. Royal Dano. He's probably, you'd know him, he played Gramps in the movie House 2. Yeah, that's another movie I saw when I was kind of younger and I have no yeah, recollection so of. He had, that's kind of impressive. He was an older guy. He wore a lot of makeup in that role. Hmm. Good for him then. Yeah. And he's, the character actor definitely comes through with this farmer. He's oh, yeah. way over the top mm-hmm. with his farmeriness. Oh, it's total... It's total just like it fits into the movie. So hey, well. it's me. Oh, oh, what's that, Boo? We gotta go. His dog's name is Pooh. Oh, it's Pooh Bear. Pooh Bear. Oh yeah, that's right, <laughs> Pooh Bear. So this guy, he thinks it's Haley's comet, and he's planning on like we're gonna dig it up. Come on, Pooh, we're gonna be rich. So they go off, or he go, him and his dog, they go off to go find this meteor or whatever he sees that lands. So yeah, Mike and Debbie decide that they're going to investigate it too. Mm-hmm. So they go out on their own. Cut back to the farmer and his dog, Pooh. They find a strange glowy circus tent just out in the middle of the woods. And it's sort of like, what's this doing out here? Yeah, and it's 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 glowing. I would just be like, okay. And then I just walk away like, oh. Yeah, but common. I mean, they find it in the middle of the woods. And also... You don't know how much radiation's on that thing. Like, that thing was just in space. It came in through the atmosphere. That thing has so much radiation on it. Well, yeah. I mean, if, if an honest-to-goodness meteor came down, I definitely would not go poking around. Uh, yeah, and it, even if it wasn't, just 
basking you in radiation, it's gonna be like melting your face off because it's gonna be hot. Like, really hot. I think it just came from the... Anyway, so... Yeah. I'd be worried about the <laughs> okay. cancer myself. <laughs> I guess this is a movie about killer clowns from outer space, so I guess... Yeah, not, is... not a slow death from radiation poison. <laughs> God. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> So as they're as they're as they're checking as they're 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 checking this place out, there's the ominous clown silhouette that you can see from inside this circus tent. Ooh, spooky! Yeah, the farmer guy doesn't notice, and uh, Pooh ends up vanishing. No, not Pooh. Yeah, it's how they always get the dog. Yeah, I wonder if he went down the toilet because he's Pooh. He's going to be here all podcast. <laughs> Hang in there, folks. It's, it's going to be great. <laughs> so the farmer freaks out and he grabs one of the uh, lines coming off from this tent that has, you know, glowy balls all over it. And he ends up getting this electrical shock. Yeah. Like, blah, blah, blah. It's pretty, it's pretty 80s. Oh, yeah, totally. And then he gets attacked by the clown. Mm-hmm. He gets blasted, doesn't he? Yeah, he gets blasted. By some weird, squirrely, spinny, weirdo ray. Mm-hmm. It's all goofy and cartoony. Yeah. Which fits the movie perfectly. Yeah. Like, you know, all the clowns, like all their ray guns and stuff look super circusy and mm-hmm. bubbly and fun. Yeah. yeah. It's very cartoonish. R.I.P. Farmer Guy and Dog. Yep. We, we barely got to know you. Nope. 20 minutes of... Uh, not even 20... What am I saying? Like, a minute of screen time. Meanwhile. Meanwhile. Back in the town, Kurt Mooney, the cop, mm-hmm. he, you find out he really does not like college kids. Nope. He harasses a couple of them mm-hmm. in the streets. Yep. And whatnot. He's he's pretty much, you know it, right? This guy's the jerk. Mm-hmm. But then in comes Dave, younger cop, and, you know, he's... He seems a lot more chill. Yeah. And, and plus, he's a little bit more by the book mm-hmm. because Mooney, in his jerkiness, is definitely just kind of playing by his own rules at this point. Yeah, and I think that he was a cop for so long that he's just sick of it. Well, um, Dave. Dave, yeah. I'm Dave. Name. It's me, Dave. Dave. Dave is more... I feel like he's more fresh out of the academy, so he's more, hey, what yeah. are you doing? You you gotta do it by the books here, and and then old veteran guys like man. If you made, if this movie got remade now, it would just be bitching about millennials. Oh yeah. Gosh darn millennials! But I feel like if if they did remake it, it would have to be set in like the eighties. There, I feel like. It would kind of defeat know. the purpose of remaking it, but eh, what are they gonna bring to it? CG. Back to Mike and Debbie, they arrive at a fence and apparently can't get past it in the truck, even though it probably just opens up. <laughs> and they decide to go on foot. Why? Because 80s. Because the cheesy movie setup. It's a classic Monsters from Outer Space setup. Kebab Deb, what are you scared? We know that, yeah, it's like, what are you, what are you scaredy cat? I don't know, I don't know, I don't, I don't, no, 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 Mike, I, I don't want to go. Because I'm sane. <laughs> yeah, and, and and in this scene too, Mike hops up, and this is this is the first step 
of really not liking Mike. Yeah. When, you know, he hops up on top of the truck and does a really, really just awful Native American stereotype. Yeah. Little speech. Yep. And it's pretty cringeworthy. Yep. I would have to say, even back in 1988, I was not impressed. Back, back with Reagan. Reagan's America. Yeah, that was that was like the end of Reagan's America. Yeah, final hours. Back in his forgetting everything days. Well, hey, <laughs> hey, I don't know where to. Where are you, Nancy? Where are we? Where are we going to be going? Oh, a uh, a UFO? What? Nancy, can I get more jelly beans? <laughs> We're horrible human beings. What? Huh? What's a human? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, there you have it. Now, if you're uh, if you're offended by bad Reagan impersonations, <laughs> I have now offended you. Congratulations. Congratulations. You are now offended. Yeah. Good for you. And on that, you can deal with it. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Back to the story. So they get to the tent, Mike and Debbie. And, you know, like you said, Debbie was kind of scared. Yeah, and and he's like, I'm going to go check out this. And she's like, oh, I don't know. We should probably stay. And he goes, guess I'll go and you'll be all alone here in the dark. And she's like, alone in the dark? And he's like, yep. And she's like, oh, fine, I'll go. Like, you're just a jerk. Well, right, but she's the only one who questions the fact that there's a glowing circus tent in the middle of nowhere. And also, she's the one in the first place that wanted to go see the the meteor. Well, that's fine if she changes her mind. She got, she got freaked I, out because it wasn't a meteor. It was a glowing circus tent in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> they go inside. They end up in this one section, and it's... It's just like a really rad matte painting. Mm-hmm. And it's got this like globe that's got electricity shooting off it, like lightning and stuff. And oh, meh, 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 meh. Yeah, obviously some type of core or something. Fully and, exposed, you know. Yeah, and a very ominous Star Wars-like shaft. Yeah. It just and, appears to go on forever. And a lot of radiation. Oh, yeah. So much radiation. I'm surprised her hair didn't start just falling out. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, Debbie's the one who kind of is like, I think we're on a spaceship. Yeah, she's the only one like, this doesn't, something's off here. Last time I checked, circuses don't have a big glowing core orb. Yeah, definitely set off. But, you know, Mike being an idiot that he is. Come on, come on, Deb, let's go, let's check it out, let's be cool, Deb. So, yeah, they they start to carry on, check out the ship, and they come into another room. And there's what appears to be, and what we do find out, it is giant cotton candy cocoons just hanging out. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, maybe they, this is where they make the, the cotton candy, because I'm Mike and I'm an idiot. And Deb's like, Mom, that's not how they make it. It's not how they make it, Mike. No, <laughs> not how you make it. Mike's like, oh, whatever, let's go buy some. <laughs> you know, because, yeah, obviously there's going to be a whole lot of fog. There's a lot of, like, dry ice fog floating around. Yeah, it's very good fog, I'd have to say. Uh, definitely a process for um, making cotton candy. I don't know if you've ever seen cotton candy made. I have, actually. Yeah? Yeah. Lots of dry ice, and they hang it up on hooks, don't they? Nope. They have like, this big machine, and they swirl it around, and then take it out, and bam, you got cotton candy. There's nothing with dry ice. Or fog, 
or hooks or spaceships. Yeah, that's not how cotton candy's made. Not at all. Not at all. We're smart enough to know that. You're smart enough. Yeah. You're 13. Yeah, me. Mike is dumb. Mike Ape Man. So Mike ends up uh, grabbing a, at one of them, and lo and behold, what lies beneath? A bloody face. Ooh, surprise. Yeah, that actually freaked me out as a kid a little bit. Not me. There's like, something about it. I don't know. Uh, but I think I think the cotton candy kind of like dissolves them. Like you could tell like all, like all the flesh was off and it was almost looked like it was like some kind of acid inside or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was kind of eating through and that'll come into play later mm-hmm. when we discover the real reason for this cotton candy. So there's definitely a person. Inside this cotton candy. Mm-hmm. And then big old clown comes walking in and Deb's like, oh, it's a clown. And Mike's like, oh, we got hide. And then they hide some cotton candy. And it's and it's like working on this machine or whatever. And it, all the, it's got popcorn in it. Yeah. And it's all popping. Yeah. And that's what I that's what I really like about it. It, it almost seems like I'm I'm currently reading Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Nice. And um it reminds me of the ship that Slarty Bartfist has, where it's the restaurant uh, inside the inside the ship that'll calculate and it'll make them travel through space. But it's just a restaurant. And it's all built off like the randomness of like the how many people actually show up versus how many call and like what the check is compared to like all this and that. And that's what I'm kind of getting from this. Like it it seems weird that they would have a popcorn machine, but in a way it seems like it actually serves a purpose and it does something to make the ship work, which I really like. Okay. <laughs> I like to hey, anything goes, but we'll get in the popcorn later too. Ooh, yeah, that's a big, that's a big part. Uh, I don't remember why Mike ends up shouting because he's Mike, he's mm-hmm. an idiot, and hey, where'd you get that stupid nose? <laughs> <laughs> and he ends up getting the the clown's attention, and then a chase happens, mm-hmm. and the clown grabs this gun as they're trying to escape and fires popcorn at him, mm-hmm. and they got a bunch of popcorn stuck to him. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, it's popcorn. Just take off your shirt. Oh. So then the clowns, oh, do you want to talk about this part? <sighs> what part? The, the This part. Oh, my favorite, like one of my favorite parts. One of the clowns comes up with a balloon. Oops. Oh. Oh, geez. Falling apart here. Uh, clown comes up with a balloon. And it blows a a balloon animal, like a balloon dog, that has a leash on it, and it turns into like a real dog, and it's like a search dog. Well, it's not a real, it's still the oh, balloon yeah. dog. But yeah, yeah it's... it's still the balloon dog, where it's like, arr, arr, and it's like on the leash, and it's like <laughs> leading him down. It was so funny. Oh, it's such a great, and it's kind of where the movie rides the line between comedy and horror, and it's a, it's a fine line that it rides. It does, and it and I think it perfectly tap dances on that line, even when it gets into some of the more just straight up wacky comediness of it. Because mm-hmm. there is kind of a, a kind of a real like creepiness to it. Mm-hmm. And this is back when clowns weren't even like a big thing for being scary. I mean, people yeah. have always been scared of clowns, but because they're clowns. But I mean, it's way more popular now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Mike and Debbie go for help. You know, the clowns realize that hey, there's a town here, so they just. Start walking towards the town. This is where we start to get into a lot of the gags. And it'll mm-hmm. kind of cut back and forth. Um, one of the things, you know, like, there's a clown outside of a, of a pharmacy. Just kind of hanging out, pretending to be like a one of those, you know, moving gorillas. 
Like they had in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Never seen one of those ever. <gasps> what if the clown from Pee Wee's Big Adventure was a killer clown from outer space? I don't have no merit <laughs> to the storyline at all. It would no. mean nothing. Nope, it would be nothing. There's enough scary clown imagery in that one too. Yeah. Yeah. So when Dave, so when Dave, and or no, I'm sorry. When Mike and Debbie mm-hmm. go to the police station and they're dealing with Mooney. Yep. And Mooney, that's her. He says the title of the movie. But killer clowns from outer space, and they have like that nudge and nudge, like oh, mm-hmm. it <laughs> Beforehand, I was like, how much you want to bet they're gonna say that exact title? Oh yeah, you have to. Like ten minutes later, oh, it's killer that... clowns from outer space. Yeah, it's that kind of movie. So, um, obviously, Mooney does not believe them whatsoever, mm-hmm. and he recognizes Mike from because Mike hangs out with the Terenzi brothers, mm-hmm. and then he's like, "Oh, this is one of your gangs." And the, the Terenzi brothers were at the. Uh at the top of the world and they're trying to sell ice cream there and and everyone's like oh get lost or whatever like why do you want to sell ice cream here oh yeah that's right and they were hanging out with heavy chicks too like yeah that was some and, type of... and they came in and they were like hey you said you said we we're gonna get free popsicle like or something like that and they had like popsicles or whatever yeah and you know the the brothers were like, oh, don't, don't, don't leave me. Because, you know, you can get fat chicks with ice cream. Or little children. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> so, so, uh, Mooney is not, I mean, this is like the only like sane thing he's ever done. Doesn't believe these kids. Because, I mean, who would? And here's, here's where I have a problem with. Uh, let's say kids are trying to call the cops, and the cops are like, what is this? What, what is this? This isn't real. It's the kids. If I were, let's say if I were in one of these situations where a clown, killer clowns from our space showed up, and they started killing people, and it was like mm-hmm. a serious problem, I'd call the cops, and I'd say, hey, there's a murderer out there, uh, dressed like a clown. There might be multiple of them going around killing people. I want to go... The, hey, there's there's a spaceship that came down. I wouldn't say all that. I would make it. I'll make it a believable story. You know. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. That would be a definite way to approach a situation and make it so that the police would probably believe you in a case like this. Yeah. But Dave's willing to give him the benefit. Yeah, of Yeah, Dave's doubt. like, hey, okay, somebody might be dead here in this situation. Yeah. It's worth checking out if it's a prank. You know, there's going to be consequences. Mm-hmm. But, hey, I'm willing to give you the benefit of the doubt. Check it out. So then we cut to a, another gag where there's a puppet show going on in a gazebo. I like this one. And it's it's pretty funny. And then there's, like, some kind of slight mullety guy <laughs> hanging out in another ugly sweater. Baby mullet. Yeah. Baby mullet. And he's hanging out and watching. And, and the puppet show is pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With like a like a little man and a little woman and, you know, he's trying to get fresh with her and mm-hmm. she wants none of it. Mm-hmm. And then she pulls out a ray gun. Shoots him. And, and shoots him. And the guy, you know, he's finding it pretty funny. But I mean, yeah, I'd be kind of set, I would be kind of set back by the whole puppet disintegrating another puppet with a ray gun. You know, I feel like a, that, there's something off about that. 
Yeah. But he's he's all just leaning up against this gazebo and he's like, ah, 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 ah. But then the gazebo, the, the puppet theater breaks apart and the big clown comes out. With the two the two puppets and the one with the ray gun. Yep. And then he's all like, what? Oh no. Whoa. And then he gets zapped. Yeah, by the puppet. Which I really liked. Like, it, it yeah. wasn't like the clown pulls up like a normal size gun. It was like the puppet still shooting. Still shooting the guy. Yep. And then we cut back to the clown in the pharmacy. Who's mm-hmm. just kind of trashing the place. Mm-hmm. And the pharmacist is shaking in his shoes behind the desk. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to take it a second here and talk about the clowns. They are awesome looking. Yeah. Let's talk about these clowns. Oh, they... They have, like, a great mix of animatronics in the face to get good facial expressions. They have a good mm-hmm. alien quality to them because they're, like, kind of, like, weird proportioned. And Yeah, they're, they're like, over-exaggerated mm-hmm. people. They're very cartoonish. Yeah, yeah. And and I feel like each one of them have their own indistinct character. Like, you can tell when they're making making the clowns, they knew exactly, like, I want this one to be, like, they all, I feel like they came up with own characters, like, Maybe they had, like, names from... Like, I was kind of remembering them. Yeah, and they almost have their own personalities based on their features. Uh And they're very memorable, too, like, each one of them. Even though later on, when there's a bunch of them together, you can tell they kind of repeat some. And not all of them have animatronics, but, Mm -hmm. you know, when they're around, they're definitely... You know, even the eyes seem pretty expressive. Yeah, yeah. You know, they'll blink and stuff, Mm -hmm. which is a a great feature. Mm -hmm. They're so... Yeah, they have, like, gnarly teeth. They they tap dance. They're on that, like, un, uncanny valley Oh, area. totally. They're just dancing you around in that. You know it's definitely not human. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know, they're great. I If you haven't seen the movie, if you want, just look up pictures of them. They're, they're pretty fun. They're awesome. No, actually, you know what? Watch the movie. Yeah, just watch the movie. The movie's pretty We're fun. We're going to say it right now. Watch the movie. Yeah. <laughs> It wasn't supposed to be any of that in this episode. <laughs> Who you know? cares? It was another it was another Mexican night. Yeah, so then, you know, it cuts back, and you've got Dave, <laughs> oh, that Debbie. That smells horrible. Oh, man. So Taster's Dave, Choice. Taster's Choice. I wanted to have a podcast without farts. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm putting my fist down. This is Corrupted Youth. We are not going to have a podcast where there's not at least one fart included. There you have it, folks. It's a taster's choice. Just be happy. It's audio only. (laughs) Then we find out Dave and Debbie had a relationship together. And that's why Dave's kind of being a jerk towards Mike. Mm -hmm. Kind of rightfully so. Rightfully so. I can imagine, though, dating a guy who's going to be a cop. No offense to our boys in blue out there. For keeping the streets safe. Doing great. Please help me out if somebody comes in and steals my TV. We love law enforcement here. Yeah. Even though we are corrupted youth. Especially like Special Victims Unit. <laughs> you know, New York Special Victims Unit on TV. It's great. Like Stacey. Saying the weirdest stuff. Oh, so weird. All right. <laughs> Let's not go on that. No, no. We could go off on that for a while. <laughs> yeah. Then it cuts to uh, another scene, another bit, where there's a clown delivering a pizza. Mm-hmm. Pizza opens up and zaps whoever. You know, that's that's how this movie's going to go. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's another one delivering Valentine chocolates to somebody. She thinks it's from her husband. And you know that 
they're they're going around door to door, mm-hmm. and people aren't suspicious because it's, they're clowns. But I mean, they kind of don't look like human beings, so. But you know, maybe you know, hey, bring chocolates. You yeah. know, if you're gonna zap me, bring chocolates. <laughs> and yeah, and they decide that our three heroes. I only say that because of Mike. They decide that they're dropping Debbie off, so they drop her off at home. Begrudgingly, too. She does not. She doesn't want to go. Mike has to go with Dave, and it's going to be awkward. That would be an awkward situation. That would be a very awkward situation. That's probably the only sympathy I'll give Mike. That awkward car ride. So then, back to the pharmacy. More clowning around there. So it's he's, kind of the same here, situation. He's here all podcast, folks. Good. <laughs> yeah. When Dave and Mike get out to where the tent was, it's gone. Dave's like, I'm not taking any of your crap. You lured me out here. This is just another one of your pranks. Yeah. Mike's like, it was just here. Where is it? Yeah. So Dave does the smart thing and handcuffs Mike. Mm-hmm. Throws him in the back. Yep. Next gag. Yay. This was this is one of my favorites. This is where the there's a biker gang hanging out oh, in like a back alley yeah, somewhere. I really like this one too. And the little clown comes up on his little bike, and all the bikers start laughing at him. And one of the big bikers comes over and starts harassing the little clown guy, mm-hmm. and then smashes his bike. But then the the clown is like means like crying. Mm-hmm. And he wanders off, but then jumps back, and he's got boxing gloves on. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, all right, you want to fight? fight? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the clown punches dude's head off. Yeah, it's it's pretty fun. And one thing I have to really give it is that usually, like, the um, like the ragdoll-ness of, like, the bodies usually are just horrible. Especially when they're falling, but that's almost fun. Yeah, it falls really cool. Yeah, it it He just kind of falls to his knees. Yeah, it's back. it's kind of realistic in a way, and I, I really it was a very small detail, but it was enough to be like it's kind of realistic, even though in reality, I'm pretty sure dude's head would just explode from that force to hit someone's head off. Well, you know, there's there's a there's a there's, that's not the first time I've seen a head punched off with a clean sever in a movie. <laughs> this is the only time I think I'll accept it. Yeah, because it's from a killer clown. And yeah, uh, I'm talking to you, Jason Takes Manhattan. Ugh. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Ugh. It's garbage. I, I take your word for it. So the, the head goes flying and it lands and everyone's all, Ah! Oh no! Oh no, this, this guy's head punched off. <laughs> Ooh, one of the creepiest parts in the movie comes next. The big clown burger. Mm-hmm. Or no, big big top. Big Top difference. Yeah. Big Top. So at the Big Top Burger, there's this clown who's trying to lure a child who's eating dinner with, like, her mom and her friends and some other kids. Mm-hmm. And Julie. this clown's, like, luring her out, and he's holding, like, a big mallet behind his back. Mm-hmm. And then it was, like, the palm sweat, like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Yeah. And then the little girl comes wandering up, and... And it's getting closer, and the clown's starting to, like, smile more. He's, like, that really big, like... Yeah, he's got a really big, gross, scary, toothy smile, too. Yeah, and and he's just luring in, like, the finger, like... Waving it. Yeah. 
and she's like walking over and she's she's just about to she's just about to go out the door and my palms are starting to sweat even more and mom's like no you can't what are you, where are you going come over here and finish your food i would like to think that the clown's not going to do anything more than say hit her with the mallet throwing her some cotton candy mm-hmm. you know stick a crazy straw in it and suck the blood out later you know. Spoiler alert, jeez. Well, mm-hmm. I thought that happened already. No. Oh. No. Didn't. You don't know your chronological order of this movie, Dad? And you called yourself a podcaster. Man. Disgraceful. Shame on me. I'm the one who took the notes, too. And you see where that got you? <laughs> it got me yelled at by a 13-year-old. Just don't understand. Oh, Dad. Oh. Oh. What would you? What would be your rebellious music to listen to if you got all mad and stormed to your room? I mean, I've taken you to guar shows. Honestly, I would just. I, <laughs> you know what? I I don't know. I because I feel like I couldn't listen to guar because I'd be like, oh, he's just gonna enjoy it. But I couldn't listen to like sad taylor swift because obviously i don't want to listen to sad taylor swift uh, i'd probably listen to yeah i do not know actually <laughs> <laughs> yes i'm a successful parent ish <laughs> ish all right let's get back to the podcast well I'm hey Mike coming here. up next uh we've got uh dave and mike End up at Top of the World, where they find a bunch of abandoned cars. Nobody's there, but their Ooh, cars are there. But then there's some cotton candy attached to an antenna, because Mike's investigating, or no, Dave's investigating, Mike's sitting in the back of the car, handcuffed. Mm-hmm. And then he finds like a pair of smashed glasses with some blood on it. Mm-hmm. It's all the cotton candy inside the car, and it's all like webbed up. Mm-hmm. stuff it looks pretty cool actually yeah it does it look, look kind of scary mm-hmm. and yeah. when i when i say scary i just mean like the idea of scary yeah Not like i'm actually scared of seeing yeah. this i don't shiver at night going oh god cotton candy in a van oh god oh bloody glasses anyway he picks up the glasses he brings them over to Mike, and he's like, hey, check this out. And Mike's like, hey, this is what I was telling you about, man. It was a little cotton candy I saw. Yeah, so Dave Dave becomes a believer at this point. I, I wouldn't... I feel like I'd, I don't... I'd, I'd not handcuff him, but I'd be kind of suspicious. It could still be part of the prank. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You never know. Yep. But, you know, for the sake of story, Dave trusts him instantly. Because he found... Glasses wrapped in cotton candy. Yep. So meanwhile, back at the police station, you've got Mooney, who's getting clown panic calls from all over the place. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, stupid kids and their pranks. You can't fool me. <laughs> yep. Hangs up. Yeah, he's like drinking in the police station and... Don't blame him. Being all curmudgeon to himself. And the pharmacy finally calls. And, you know, that's... Another call comes in, and he's just like, oh, I'll get this, and, you know, it's another clown call, and he hangs up on him. But then there's nobody at the other end, and when he goes back to the pharmacy call... Idiot. Yeah. And he, he got to the point where 
he wouldn't he wasn't even answering and he's just laying back in his chair drinking whatever alcoholic beverage he's like ha ha can't get me kids yeah that could be like some emergency call like my house isn't oh i guess your house you'd probably be patched yeah if he, he should at least be answering right yeah like i've just been robbed or oh my god someone just got murdered i guess a killer clown attack is the best time to pull off crimes Unless you get killed by a killer clown. True. All right. So then, you know, it cuts to another gag of this car chase where this clown's, like, harassing this guy down the street on the curvy road. Mm -hmm. And the clown's just floating there with, like, floating headlights. (laughs) On his feet? Yeah. Yeah, the headlights on his feet. And he's just floating. And the guy's like, <laughs> Are you done now? Are you done? <laughs> there, now we're even. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, then he ends up like running that dude off the road, but that looked pretty cool, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of it was kind of cheese, but it was still a pretty fun gag. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's how most of them are, though. They're, most of them are just pretty fun. Mm-hmm. They're short. You can tell when they're making the movie, they just had a lot of fun just coming up ideas, coming up with ideas like, ooh, it'd be funny if this happened or this Uh happened. Yep. Sure enough. Yeah. So then we're back to Debbie and it's the start of the shower scene. Don't worry. Any other parents wanting to show this movie to your kids? There's no breasticles involved. Nope. There's nothing like that. Just alluded to. Well, it was said by the brothers that they wanted it to be as iconic as Psycho, didn't they? Yep, and it was... No, it, it didn't. It wasn't no. as iconic. Not nearly as close. No. But it was still pretty fun. Mm-hmm. But this gets broken up in a couple sections. We'll just kind of go through all the gags chronologically here. Yeah. Just to keep better track of everything. Because it, it does make a difference in the long run. You've got the popcorn, which wasn't on her clothes earlier, even though it was stuck to her earlier, but now it's back on her clothes. Mm-hmm. And you see that some of it falls on the floor, some of it's in the hamper or whatever. And as she gets in the shower, you see like a little piece of popcorn moving. It's like crawling in a way. Yep. That's pretty fun. Yeah, that was a neat little that was a neat little thing. Mm-hmm. I liked it. It's pretty neat, yeah. Yeah. So crawling popcorn. <laughs> yep. So then uh, you've got a little bit more Mike and Dave talking awkward. And then cuts to another great gag in this movie. Involving Kermit the Frog. There is no Kermit. No, I like Kermit. Nope, it's a bus stop and a clown starts doing shadow puppets. This is the only scene I actually remember from my my first viewing of this when I was younger. Because it's, it's really fun. Doesn't make any sense though. No, it doesn't, but it just kind of adds to the the strangeness of it. Mm-hmm. So he starts doing hand puppets and like the people waiting, like the the older couple there, like, ooh, and like the kids are like ah, what whatever, doing hand puppets. And then he starts doing like impressive things. Yeah, they keep getting progressively more insane and complicated. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the, if you look at the clown, he's just jumbling up his hands like you can tell they're he's like it wasn't like trying to actually make those hand puppets, but no, and that's part of the fun of it because they've got like the bulbous fingers. Mm-hmm. There's no way they could really do much of anything for the hand puppets anyway. No, 
shadow puppets. Yeah. Yeah. So then um, it ends. It ends up. Uh, he makes a, a dinosaur mm-hmm. out and, of it, and the eyes glowing red. And at this point, the um, the, the, the yeah, Mike the, and Dave show. Up. Mike and Dave show up, and they're like, "Oh, Dave's like, oh, you see, they're not harmless, whatever." And then, yeah. and then the the con makes the T makes a T Rex shadow puppet, and everyone's like, "Ooh!" And it's like glowing, has a glowing red eye, and then it comes out and eats all of them, and. Mike and Dave have that, like, whoa, and then Mike, being Mike, freaks out, and he's like, hit it, hit it, and he, like, steps on the gas and starts turning the wheel as Dave, the the sane one in this situation, is like, what are you doing, Mike? And Yeah, and and if you don't like Dave at this point, you're starting to really not like Dave. Mike? You're like, you're, yeah, Dave, oh, man. You were the one that took the notes. Ugh. Dad. Well, I'll just edit that out because I'm the one who edits it too. What music are you gonna listen to when you're all pouty and you go away? <laughs> what am I gonna listen to? Yeah, what are you gonna listen to? When I'm pouty and I go to my room? Yeah. I'm gonna listen to the sound of children screaming. <laughs> That's music to my ears. Anyway, so <laughs> so Dave Dave's all like, what the? This reminds me of this video. And it was during like the clown epidemic of 2016 where a bunch of people were dressing Never up forget. as... Never, Never forget. Never forget. <laughs> um, where a bunch of people dressed up as clowns and they're going around scaring people. Uh, no one was actually injured. I thought I thought a clown was injured because someone beat him up. Uh, no, no but, it was it was great. It was great though for haunted attractions. So oh, totally. But free anyway, advertisement. It was this video, and it was these people driving down a road, and there's this clown. <laughs> the guy's like, hit it, hit it, and they swerve. He like just barely almost did this clown. Because <laughs> I mean, you can't be doing that. You can't be dressing up as a clown. You're gonna really scare somebody. Yeah, but I don't know if you saw it when because we also um, worked as actors at Wisconsin Scaryland. So much fun. Yeah, and. It's a, it's a fantastic haunt. It's I amazing. highly recommend it. It's amazing. Yeah, and some of our clown actors were actually going out into the street mm-hmm. and going up to people's cars mm-hmm. before we opened one day. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. No. <laughs> but uh, so they almost they almost hit the killer clown from outer space. And they end up hitting like this wall. And... Yeah, because the clown just jumps. Yeah. Like hey, Where did it go? Yeah. It has a, it doesn't have like the sound effect. Like I thought it had like a cheesy like Wonder Woman in a way. No. So then uh what is it? Dave Dave calls in on the radio. Mm-hmm. And Mooney of course does not believe him. Yeah, yeah. And he's he's like, it was real. It was real and and uh he's he's uh Mooney says something he's like in disbelief. He's like, I'll cut our clowns from our space here. You're part of the joke, you stupid teen. F you. Over. <laughs> <laughs> I love that quote, just because he's still, like, doing the walkie-talkie <laughs> talk with it. So, yeah, then the Terenzi brothers, I think they show up. Mike follows, you know, th- th- Mike's telling the brothers and stuff, you know, and they're like, oh, okay. But Mike convinces them, and, um, you know, he uses... He says something about how, um, you know, to go pick up Debbie, that she's got a couple of roommates with really big boobs. So, of course, those guys are like, okay. 
oi, 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 oi. <laughs> and the, the phones are going off like crazy at the police station. And Mo- Mooney at this point, he's lighting a stogie. Mm-hmm. Clown comes in and he squirts a fake flower in Mooney's face, which with a guy like that, not going to take it very well. Yeah. Mooney's like, all right, you know, if you want to be a s- smart ass or whatever. And he puts handcuffs on him. But then, like, the hands pop off. Mm-hmm. And the clown's just sitting there with no hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the this is the luring little girl clown, too. Oh, the same kind of clown? No, like, the same same clown. Oh, it's the exact same clown. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was keeping track. Oh, Well, you, you were. were busy taking notes. Oh, so you were taking mental notes. Yeah, I was. And see how well that worked out for me, Dad? Well, you know what? I'm getting old and my mental faculties are not... What they used to be. Pulling a Reagan. <laughs> well, I don't remember what happened with that clown. They all kind of look the same, Nancy. I'm not going to be present for very much longer, but at least I don't have Alzheimer's. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I was just making it sound like he was forgetful. Anyway. Gah, okay. Uh. Poof. Congratulations, you are now offended. Yeah. Again. (laughs) 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 And, uh, okay, so the handcuff gang, and Mooney's had enough of his crap, and he pulls out a flashlight and decides to clobber that clown on the back of the head. Mm -hmm. That did not work out very good. Nope. Because doesn't the head just turn around? Yeah, the head turns around. Okay, so at this point, wouldn't you think somebody would just kind of catch on? But no, Mooney just hates kids and pranksters so much, he's had enough of them. He's like, okay, funny game. Yeah, pushes him in the jail cell. Oh, I forgot that there's the two guys in there, the college kids. Dingus. Because earlier, in the beginning of the movie, he had brought in... Uh, two college kids who are just on their way to... Yeah, they're kind of like that 80s, kind of like not really punk rock, but not alternative. That weird kind of college rock kid from that time period. Yeah, and they're they're arrested for just having a bottle of wine. Like, it's wine. And he brings them in and Dave's all... Hey, you shouldn't be bringing these kids in. They're they're not. They weren't doing anything wrong. And he's like, rah, 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 rah. locks them up. So anyway, but back, they're college kids. Rah, 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 rah. Yeah. Anyway, back to all right. So yeah, sorry about that, everybody. We missed a spot. Yep. But we just corrected ourselves. So so uh, the clown gets put in the cell, and <laughs> it's pretty funny because the two college kids were like, "What are you in for?" <laughs> yep. Yeah, and, and Mooney has like this whole like, ah, oh, see, you all locked you up, uh, you, you, you know, you darn kids, you friends are so millennials with their cell phones and zemas, <laughs> internets and your and your tumblers and and then the the clowns' uh, arms stretch through the bars and they grab Mooney and they you know knock him out or whatever and then no oh, yeah pull him against the bars mm-hmm. and then it cuts to Dave and he's coming in. That's right. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, shoe prints all over yeah, the walls. Yeah, like clown shoes. And, like, so it looked like the clown was just, been just like, walking yeah, all they, over. Yeah, they get zanier as he progresses. And he's like, hey, Mooney? Mooney? And he's, like, searching through the, uh, searching, searching through the office. And he comes to, like, the jail cell area. 
and he sees the cocoons, the the uh, cotton candy cocoons. He's like, "What's this?" And he takes off part of it, and again, it's like that kind of like decayed, like no skin, like face. I mean, he's like, "Ah!" And then and then there's like a hand coming out of the one because one was on the ceiling. He's like, "Ah!" And he's like, "Gonna leave or whatever." Yeah, as he would. Earlier, um, uh, when Dave and Mike were gonna leave, Mooney calls to them. He goes, "You can make a dummy out of yourself." But you can't make a dummy out of me. And it's funny because Dave shows up after he, you know, found the bodies or whatever. And he walks back in and it's Mooney and he's sitting there in the chair and he's a dummy. Yep. And it's kind of like that. If you're paying attention, you'll get it. Yes. And that, that it's kind of like a, it's it is, it is a line of foreshadowing for sure. Mm-hmm. But it's it's just right where you wouldn't be like oh well obviously that's gonna and it's really off. it's really kind of dark in this scene too yeah and it's kind of creepy yeah this is probably the creepiest it gets yeah this this kind of creeped me out as a kid too just because it's the lighting mm-hmm. and you know to make like the the mouth look like it's a dummy's mouth there's two lines of blood coming down but then he's also kind of pale and has like like rosy dots on his cheeks. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like what's its what's its name from Saw in a way. Oh, the little puppet guy. I've never seen this movie. I don't really want to. I don't know. I don't really care for for him. So. Yep. Anyway, so it's like talking and and Dave's like Mooney, and he realizes that he's dead or whatever. And his voice is all crazy and yeah. weird too. Uh huh. And then uh, and then the clown comes up, and he and has like this gross like taking its hand out of the. Oh wait. You know, I've got the line here. Oh, what yeah. he says, as as the dummy, and when they're talking, and he's like, "Don't worry, Dave. All we want to do is kill you." Very very spooky. Yeah, and then the clown pulls the hand yeah. out, and it's like this weird like. Yeah, makes you wonder: was it just in his back, or did he have it all the way up his butt? I don't know. I don't want to know actually. And then, <laughs> so then, uh, <laughs> so then. It, it, <laughs> so so Dave's like you know freaking out at this point he's like oh it's the clowns or whatever and he does the normal I'm gonna shoot this thing in the chest yeah like every not like if you're gonna shoot something like a big monster or something shoot it in the face if you're gonna shoot Batman shoot him in the mouth hole like some simple things to learn here. like a Robocop yeah like a Robocop just shoot him in the mouth hole and you Problem solved. I have to get a, just get a guy with good aim and done. You've taken out Robocop. <laughs> but he's like shooting him in the chest. And it's like that normal, like kind of like pushing him back, but not really doing much. And he keeps coming forward, the clown. And then, and then Dave shoots him in the nose, and the nose explodes. And like and, a big thing of glitter. Yeah, big thing of glitter comes out, and the clown's like, Rah! and then. It, Transforms into an uh, emerald thing. That... Yeah, it just starts spinning around in a glowy light, and and, and then the, it explodes into a obviously not on site explosion, but a obviously green screen pasted in an explosion. Hey, gotta do what you gotta it's do. It's plenty serviceable. They're from outer space. We don't know how their exploding works in our atmosphere. Okay. Maybe it looks like a green screen. Anywho. So now, so now they know, like Dave knows, like this is how you can get rid of the clowns. Mm-hmm. We're with Mike and the brothers. They've got a, they got a history of pranking. 
and whatever, and they're they're discussing that because even they think that Mike's kind of being a jerk and pranking around. Mm-hmm. But then they end up running into the clowns, and they're, who they're, are like totally like loading up, systematically going around and. They even have, like, a big, like, vacuum thing that's sucking up cocoons off the street because they're bringing them out. They're killing everybody in this, this town. This guy's trying to hide underneath his car, and he's about to make a run for it, and he gets sapped and gets sucked up. And at this point, the brothers are like, oh, well, that's real. <laughs> I mean, they're obviously way more surprised than that. They're like, oh, my God. <laughs> I think that's. I think you're thinking of a different movie. Yeah. Back to Debbie. Back to Debbie. She's Debbie. Debbie's all dressed. Yep. Right. Yep. On a shower, all dressed. Mm-hmm. Sorry, everybody. If you're really wanting that sexy shower scene, you didn't get it. Mm-hmm. But that's all right. The rest of the movie makes up for it. How? <laughs> what? How? Because there's many clowns. The popcorn. Okay. Yeah. Turn into like these. They like. They're like miniature heads of the clowns on like some weird like jack-in-the-box type springy thing. Out of the And they're popping out of the hamper. They're popping out of the medicine cabinet. Mm, They start attacking her and she's obviously 80s damsel in distress. Ah! Why? I don't know. She actually puts up a fight. Right, because there's the one that comes out of the toilet. Mm -hmm. And she disposes of it because she takes the hosed shower head mm-hmm. and turns on the water and shoves it in that clown's mouth. Yep. And it and kills, flushes a, it. kills a popcorn clown. Yep. It's the world that we live in, it's folks. The, it's the world that we live in, folks. Popcorn clowns popping out of hampers, killing our innocent, lovely young college girls in bathrooms. Anywho, so she comes running out and she's like, oh no, oh no. And then she can hear Mike's voice, hey, Hey, Dab, come down here. Like, I'll, I'll go save you. And she's like, okay. And she looks out the window and surprise, there's a bunch of clowns faking their voice. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, because they were like hanging outside and they're like pretending to be firemen. They get her to jump down like that old clown gag. Mm-hmm. They end up zapping her mm-hmm. and putting her inside a rubber ball. Because they can't turn into a cocoon. That'd be too... Inconvenient to the plot. Right. And then, so, so they get, they get carried. And at this point, the brothers show up. But it's also like a balloon, too. Yeah. It's, it's kind it, of floating. Yeah, and they, like, attach to, like, this, the clown car. hmm And so the brothers show up. And they're like, Mike's like, oh, my God, Dad. And, <laughs> and they, in a, a chase scene yep. ensues. So they decide to get in a chase. Lots of fast motion here. Totally. You can't be driving that fast down a residential street. And no. props to that Props to that uh, ice cream truck. It was driving pretty fast. For an ice I, cream I truck. Love, I love fast motion. Yeah. As long as it's not in a serious movie where you can tell it's fast motion. Yeah. But we're talking... You know, if it's in the monsters or something, mm-hmm. I'm all about fast motion. Yeah. So Dave sees the uh, sees the ice cream truck go by, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, it's Mike, that annoying kid that I should probably not be hanging out with." And he he starts driving after the ice cream truck while the Coke brothers, being the idiots they are, think that they're being pulled over. The Coke brothers. He's <laughs> calling the Coke brothers. <laughs> that is fantastic. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Oh, 
okay, so the, the brother, Terenzi brothers. The Terenzi is totally different names. The, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the Koch brothers were, were too busy creating a Scott Walker in a lab. <laughs> so the, hey guys. <laughs> I'm Scott Walker. <laughs> in schools. What? In education. What? Am I president still? Huh? <laughs> All right, we're getting on topic again. Sorry to get political for you people who don't like your politics. Congratulations, you were once again offended. Yeah, and if that offends you, then good. Fine. What yeah. do we care? So the Terenzi brothers, I think they're going to be pulled over. So they're like, I don't know what to, I don't know what to do. Like, should we pull over or whatever? And they, they break or whatever, and then the cop car hits. And yeah, a little mini crash. <laughs> yeah, a little mini crash. And just to kind of, it's just, it serves the plot to get them together in the yeah. same vehicle. And Dave comes out, and he comes running up, and, and for the Coke brothers, <laughs> I'm just going to call them that. <laughs> okay. The, well, they, the, they might be high on Coke. It's well, a very good possibility. So one of the one of the Coke brothers is uh, <laughs> is like, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to do that, here's some money. And Dave's like, all right, or um, he gets in the car everywhere with like this big like shotgun 12 gauge or whatever and they start driving <sighs> off coke brothers all confused so they're, they're chasing after the um and where, where do you think they went where do you think they went they're discussing this question as they're driving towards the massive carnival like the amusement park the amusement park yeah they probably went to the amusement park okay and so like they were just in a studio somewhere yeah. talking um so they the the clown car pulls up in in the uh the amusement park, and it's at night, and there's this cop outside, and he's sitting there oh. looking around, and he reaches into his coat and slowly pulls out a sandwich in a bag and takes out and starts to eat it. Yeah, and then and then those clowns, the clowns show up, and and <laughs> they they come out and they've got pies, mm-hmm. and I love this line that he says. He's like, <laughs> "What are you gonna do with those pies, boys?" <laughs> And then they throw all the pies at him, and they they, they hit him with all those pies. And then he's like, Rah! and then they they grab they grab uh, Debbie, the lone survivor from the Debbie War, uh, in the balloon, and they bring her into the uh, the circus tent. Yes. And then the, the clowns do. The clowns do, yeah. Yeah. And then, then the Koch brothers, and and. Hi, Mike and and Dave show up. Yeah, and they're speculating about like ancient aliens and all this other stuff. They're just trying to throw in enough possibility of like, well, why are they clowns? And like, maybe you know, we made clowns, and clowns aren't mm-hmm. supposed to be funny. And... Yeah, and they they show up and and they find the the all the pie and everything. Yeah, and they roll it over, and it's like a bony arm. Yeah, that, that was killer pies it's just like a big pile of like blood and pie goo and killer pies from killer clowns from outer space mm-hmm. and then they come and they come in there's like all these dinosaurs and stuff inside and the coke brothers obviously being the coke brothers and they're the, they're all they fall into a dumb trap yeah and then it's like this big uh it's like a ball, ball pit. pit and then there's like these two clowns and they're like ladies Ooh, room. lady clowns and they do like the Hi there! <laughs> like the yeah, and the lady clowns like their boobs get bigger. Yeah, because funny. Anyway, back to Dave and Mike. And it's funny because right as right as they fall into the trap, Mike's like, "Don't worry, they're not gonna get lost or whatever." Irony. 
<laughs> yeah. And then they find the, the they come across the cocoon room from earlier, Mike and Dave do. Yeah, he's like, I remember this room. Oh, yeah, and that's where the crazy straw comes in because okay. they're hiding. Yeah, so they, they're hiding or whatever, and, and the clown comes in, and he walks up to one of the cocoons, and he starts pushing, and he's like, hmm, and he pulls out these super long, it's really strong, and this is the only other thing I remember from my first viewing. He he sticks he sticks the straw in, and he starts doing like that, as you see blood coming from the straw, and it's going up the straw, and it's kind of like the opening of Spaceballs, where it's the ship. And it just keeps on going and going. Because it's just the straw keeps on getting longer and Yeah, longer. that's a pretty, that's a that's a great crazy straw. Uh-huh. Yeah, I always wanted one as a kid. I wanted one like that. Yeah. I only had the kind of like curly hued a little bit and that was yeah. about it. Yeah, same. And then he tries drinking pudding through it and just gets stuck. Yeah, and then you can't wash those things out very well either. Nope. Um. So it starts drinking out the cocoon. This is where my theory comes into play that the cocoon kind of like, dissolves the people down until they're just like people goo so that they can drink it and that's why like whenever they unravel the cotton candy too early it's like so fleshy and that's where you like see the face yeah and and this is where if you haven't by now you should you mm -hmm. just hate mike yep because man i've had it with him by this point doesn't he like yell again or something i don't know he's such an idiot i don't know but they, they find like all the balloons or whatever instead of like, good human beings popping all the balloons, letting all the people out. They find the one with Debian and they just let that let Yeah, out. what about, uh, there's other ones. There's Maybe like there's, a lot. There could be babies in there. There's like a good couple hundred. Like, like I mean, I guess the people in the cotton candy are probably just dead already. But mm -hmm. like the balloons, there's like a good amount of balloons. Yeah. And she's all like, I wasn't breathing in there. And then, Which, I'm surprised you made it that long. You should have been dead. Mm-hmm. Or passed out by then. Oh, totally. So a uh, big chase scene ensues with, uh, with the great return of the the search dog. Yep. And uh, the cool pole monster. Oh, yeah. So they're running through and they're going through like all these corridors and they start going up like the weird like elevators and stuff. And and they and Dave's like, all right, go down this pole or whatever. And they're all like, I don't want to go down there. We don't know what's down there. So they go down. He's like trying to fend off from the clowns. And I'm pretty sure he kills one of them. Yeah, or two. He, yeah. And then he goes down and then he stops right before a big worm monster at the bottom of the pole that would eat any, yeah. any unlucky people going down. Which that thing was cool. Yeah, it was. They only, they didn't show it for very long. No, time. it was probably just a little puppet. Oh, totally. Um, So they're, they're running through and it's like, Running from this location. Clowns coming into that location. Yeah. And it's like forced perspective. And yeah, the door gag. The door gag's pretty funny. They come up to yeah. a door and they're like, open it. And this is another door. Yeah. And then it's another door. That's the only, that's that's the only door. like good, funny thing Mike says pretty much in the entire yeah. movie. It's another, another door. Another door. <laughs> yeah. Another door. Yeah. It was pretty fun. Yeah, I like that one. And so, you know, then they're, then they're kind of trapped, but the Terenzi brothers to the rescue. Yay. They come crashing in. Yeah, because they're in like the... I feel like it was a control room in a way. Yeah, it's something. It was like it a center. like a main, main yeah. hub of this. Yeah. It, none of it makes sense. Yeah, so it doesn't have the, to. The, the, the Coke brothers come crashing in with their ice cream truck through the wall. And they... <laughs> don't they have like the two lady clowns? No, they don't. But their clothes are kind of ripped up and they have like big lipstick marks all over them and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they start the, using like the the... 
the PA system on there because mm-hmm. there's the you know the ice cream truck has a clown on top and, and, and they're like hey it's me um, Jojo the clown there's like a good like maybe twenty clowns in there all surrounding our our protagonist or yeah. our two protagonists and our annoying side yeah because they ended up on this like stacked like circular levels mm-hmm. that you know was like pyramid shaped yeah um and the, they're coming over they're like we're on the great clown gang or whatever just to distract all the clowns and all the clowns are like oh yeah it's it, it definitely is a distraction mm-hmm. but then down comes this giant like marionette clown i really like this thing and it's just like a giant version it's like the kaiju of killer clowns oh it's not it's not kaiju size well no it's but like king kong size yeah probably king kong king size. kong's not a kaiju well it just means giant monster. That is giant, right? Okay. It's, it's big. It's a big monster it's a clown. It's a big monster. Let's not get in the... Gosh. We're splitting hairs at this point. Yeah. Anywho. Right. So, so they, um, so the Koch brothers... <laughs> so the, the marionette... They get me every time. The, the marionette, uh, big giant clown starts coming towards the, the Koch brothers, uh, ice cream truck with them in it. Yeah. And they start fighting and... And Dave's like, get out of there. And they're like, it's a rental. <laughs> and then the marionette uh, smashes the ice cream truck and it Then it throws it. Doesn't he throw it? Yeah, something like that. And it, and it explodes. And and then Mike has that. <laughs> the Coke Brothers. So yeah, Dave Dave creates a distraction as the last survivor of the Debbie War, Debbie. As and, Mike, yeah, Mike and, and Debbie escape. Mm-hmm. While Dave creates a distraction because really Dave's a hero. He's the only guy actually doing brave things. Yeah, seriously, he's fending off the clowns. He he's the only one that actually kills a clown. No one else kills yeah. a clown. He's the only. It's one. like his only the only thing that demonizes him in the eyes of this movie is that he's a cop. Yeah, and 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 Debbie doesn't really get along with him anymore. Yeah, it's horrible. That's it. So the marionette like picks him, or it's like the marionette's like sweeping up the ground. He has to like dodge it or whatever, and he gets picked up. He gets picked up. Yeah, and at this time outside, the whole thing starts to like the whole circus tent starts like lift off. Yep, it does. It does begin to take off. And and this when all the other cops arrive. Yep. And they're like, "What the?" Yeah, finally, finally, reinforcements come. Yeah, raise their late. I mean, better late than never. Did anybody even call them? Did Dave call them or something? Uh, Dave called them. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. Anyway, so it starts lifting off, and and uh, the marionette clown has Dave in in its grasps, and you think, oh, this is gonna be the end of Dave, but oh no! Doesn't he smash the? He takes off his badge and uses yeah. it to break the giant clown's nose yeah and you're like yay dave's gonna be alive and then he falls over or whatever and then the the marionette clown starts you know doing the whole explosion thing and, and then you see the whole big top pop it looks like a top even yeah you see it explode uh-huh so you go from oh no dave's gonna die oh dave's gonna die yeah but then lo and behold the mm-hmm. clown car lands Right in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. And Dave's inside. And the Terenzi brothers. Oh. Because apparently they just hit an ice cream truck and they're safe from the explosion because of ice cream. Sure. Hey, we brought it up in the last one. Bring Mythbusters back. 
Let's find out if you can survive an exploding ice cream truck. Probably not. I don't know. It depends on the explosion. It'd be kind of hard to measure. Anyway. So it's like that happy ending where they're all... Ha, ha, ha. Wasn't that just crazy? How many of this town has been killed? And then you get, do you think it's over? Pies to the face. And then it's and it's and it's a freeze frame. It's a freeze frame, and then credits, and then more dickies start playing. Fine by me. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. So um, yeah, was... it, we already blew it earlier. We like this movie. I really, really like it. It's... Uh, it it's straight to the point. It gets right to it right away. Yeah. You, you got your introduction of your characters. Like bait, loose, loose introduction. Further broad enough stereotypes. Mm-hmm. And then, and then meteor, and then all that, whatnot. And then you just kind of learn more about the characters. And this movie wasn't made for the characters; it was made for more like the fun clown gags. Yeah, and, it's and the fun '80s adventure. Yeah, it's a, it's obviously a throwback to old '50s movies, mm-hmm. and just with a kooky fun twist. Yeah, and I really like the concept. Because I remember hearing about when I was younger, I was like, oh, stupid, I'm going space. And then I watched, and I'm like, oh, it's really good. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun with it. Mm-hmm. And I still do, after repeat viewings. Yeah, after my second viewing, I, I like it even more. And the thing with this movie is, like, I was like, oh, I should watch Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Or I have Evil Dead. Uh, Evil Dead. Or it was like... I have killer clowns from outer space, or I have Godzilla against Mechagodzilla. Mm, yes, Godzilla yeah. against Mechagodzilla. I thought that I thought that you watched it more often because you would always have it. I, I sat next to your bed for a while, even because like, is he watching it in bed? I don't know. Yeah, it, I picked it out, and then I just never watched it. Okay, well, you watched it again, and it was great. Okay, is there anything else you want to? Discuss about it. Watch it. Watch it. It's good. It's fun. It's kind of cheesy, but that's why it's fun. Has really great practical effects in it. Yes, and Amazing. I don't. And I'm almost positive it did not have a big budget. I didn't check, and but it, I'm pretty sure it could not have been huge. No, probably not. Hopefully. So yeah, um, just check out the movie. It's really fun. It's a great fun movie. I really enjoyed it. There was talk that either they were going to try to make another movie or actually make a television series out of it, which I don't know how long you could do it. Yeah, it has a pretty short and sweet to the point story. Yeah, and I think it's fine as it is. I don't need... I don't need a remake. I would check it out, but I don't need more. Mm Mm-hmm. It's fine just the way it is. So that was... The uh, poop episode of Corrupted Youth, because it is number two. Oh, yeah. So uh, thanks for listening again if you caught the first one. uh Uh-huh. And thanks for my mom for coming up with that number two joke. That is not my doing. Oh, she did? Yeah. No, now she's an official contributor. Yeah. Way to go. Let's hear it for Stacy. Episode 2, Killer Clown Smarter Space, 1988. Check mm-hmm. it out. It's great. Ton of fun. I'm Dan. I'm Brennan. And thank you for listening to Corrupted, Corrupted Youth. Youth.
and be sure to and be sure to check us out on iTunes and Podomatic, and you can reach us at Corrupted Youth Pod. Corrupted Youth Pod at gmail.com please give us some feedback we're so lonely (laughs) seriously though (laughs) we're lonely all right until next time see ya bye